Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. All righty. All righty. So just for a little update, um, Jimmy got a shirt. You guys don't know this if you're not an all-access member because we covered this on our all-access uh, podcast called Banter of Truth. But uh, a great uh, listener sent in, uh, Marcello. Uh, Marcello. Anyways, he sent in a, a t-shirt for Jimmy that says uh, Executioner Pastor. Yep. Because uh, I put that request out yeah, there I know. and he and actually then, made and it. Joe Foe's 1689 on the back. It's a great looking t-shirt and I can't wait for Jimmy to wear it. Should I wear it when I preach on... Uh... You absolutely should wear <laughs> I don't it know if I preach. can do that. I think I, you could. I Our people that. would love it. Oh my gosh. Now, um, but in the bag was some beard balm and... That I was uh, really looking forward to. And he, I was like, look at that, you got beard balm. That's awesome. I didn't get it. And I was like, whatever. Ah, yeah. So then uh, I, I, I sent uh, I sent Marcello a, a little video saying, hey, we, we got it. Thank you so much. And he's like, no, no, no. That beard bomb's for you, Jojo. You know mm, what? Whatever. So nice. Whatever. Oh, <sighs> so good. So while you were gone gallivanting about the island, uh, Jamaica, what island? Is it, is, it, is it like a bunch of islands in Jamaica? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how it works. Anyways, is it like Hawaii? Is, is it, it really? I don't really know. Nah, okay. So... I was on West End. Wow, West End. West End. So while you were gone, my son, uh, Elias, got in a car accident. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's had his car for a whole month. Yep. Had his car for a whole month. Goes out drinking one no, night. No, no drinking. He doesn't do that. Did a he, little smoke smoke? No smoking. Doesn't like any of that. Hmm. And, uh, that you know of. No, because I, I was there when he's tried both my cigar and the alcohol. He doesn't like that stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, Yeah, cigar is different than... Yeah, oh, the, the smoke, the, the ganja. Smoke, yeah, no, he, yeah. He's not into that. We're not... We're just... Yeah. So, he goes on a date. He's got a girlfriend. He's gone on a date. Uh, her name's Izzy, really, really nice girl. So they're like going out and then he, and so I'm trying to get set up. I'm in the garage, weather's nice, got a cigar, just cut my cigar. Like, it, oh, get ready just to, for the night. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I'm speaking gonna, of, oh, never no, mind, go to the So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get ready to have a cigar. I'm going to watch a little show or something, you know, chill out, mm -hmm. cut my cigar, get my lighter in hand. My boy calls me and he's like, yeah, uh, I just got in a car accident. And I'm like, oh man. My first question is, can you still drive it? Not, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Not like, how's everything? Um, I feel like if he's calling, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So he's like, no, I don't think I can drive it. I'm like, oh man, all right, are the cops there? He goes, no. And he goes, and I think the person took off. I don't see him. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. And uh, so what was happened was, uh, Eli's driving northbound on 2nd Street, if you care. Uh, homeboy, this other guy's driving southbound. They come to the intersection. Eli has the right away. This tri guy tries to turn left and beat Eli and go through the intersection, but he winds up. Uh, Eli winds up clipping his uh, right rear quarter panel, flipping the car around. So Eli pulls over. Uh, looks like the car is totaled. Uh, so that's great. So he, so he calls me. I'm like, I'll be right there. So I get there. Like it takes me about ten minutes. I get there. By now, cops are there. Fire trucks there. Ambulances there. And uh, and the airbags have gone off. Like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's a big mess. And uh, and the cops are talking to him and everything. Really cool cops. St. Charles cops. Great. Everything was cool. So his girlfriend's talking to his parents on the phone, and I pull Eli aside, and I was like, "Do you hold it together? You know, how did you do?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm annoyed. I didn't even get to dinner. Like I was, you know, the, the whole night. He's exactly. He's less concerned about the car being broken. He's he's less annoyed. He's not worried about going to the hospital. He's annoyed that date night. Probably because that's the way playing. you guys are with cars. 
Yeah. What are you, you talking got, about? You guys just go through cars. I don't. I don't go through cars. I buy bad cars. I don't yeah. go through them. I don't <laughs> well, get in accidents. Well, you get, we, I know, but you just I buy get, bad you, cars. He had a fine car. He had a fine car, but it got wrecked. Hmm. So he's fine, and like they didn't go to the hospital. But yeah, he has no car now. Do they? Do they find the other guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was funny because he was like twenty something, okay. and a nicer car, and uh, pretty banged up. Uh, the car, not him. But he was acting super weird, and uh, the cop was like. Yeah, I think he uh, he might have a medical condition or something. And I said, I said in front of the cops and the firefighter, like, hey, he's high. Uh, and I look at that guy, he's high. And the cops are like, mm, yeah, okay, well maybe, you know, I'm like no, the guy's look, at that guy's high. Get that guy a test. <laughs> Anyways, he was at fault, so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, send some 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 love and some some prayer for my boy. We got to figure something out for him to get a car. That's, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Unfortunate. You know what? You know what? You know what? Oh, go ahead. Are we going to say something? Go. Do your thing. Nah, that's fine. Oh, this, this, you're so, you're Mr. Anticlimactic. <laughs> no, no, no. Not to one-up you. Oh, please do. But, I like uh, a one-upper. Uh, but my neighbor okay, who also got it. Because it happened right outside my house. Yeah. But uh, some drunk driver came, totaled his truck, drove away. Why is your street the street for drunks? It's a dead-end street in a nice residential area in St. Charles. It is it is a black hole for drunkards. That's know, where they, huh? they walk down that street. They, they drive, drive down that, street, down that street, street. And they go for your house. The only reason they're not hitting it is because there's stuff in the way. <laughs> they, oh, the heck? I don't know. You need to move. I, I, that's what I'm looking to do. <laughs> that's what I'm looking to do. <laughs> Put in an offer. Yeah, pray for that, guys. Put in an offer. They accepted it. Yeah. Waiting to see. Hopefully, yeah. I close oh, at the man. end of this You ever month? see the movie Money Pit with Tom Hanks? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, what you're getting that's what i'm getting mm -hmm. yep that it sounds great right. and then it's gonna be a disaster <laughs> all right i know we don't have a lot of time jimmy's got to go he's got lawyers and business and like sushi lunches with crystal or whatever you do i don't know what you do but i know it's something like that <laughs> you, can, no you gotta hop on the helicopter and meet him in chicago for something i don't know what you do but anyway we thought we would just uh do a quick episode on like a fun one yeah yeah things pastors hate <laughs> let's just do that yeah we have not talked about this now here's the thing Ooh. This does not necessarily reflect our experiences at Redeemer. A couple, and I'll be honest, I'll, when they are reflected, I'll tell you this, this happens. Um, but these are things that pastors hate pretty much across the board. They annoy them. They're annoying. And uh, maybe you need to know what these are. Because if you know then you won't do. You know what? That's why NBC had that whole, that whole the thing. More the know. more you know. The more you know. They're trying to help. Trying to help people. Yeah. Remember G.I. Joe used to do that kind of stuff at the end of their uh, cartoons? Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. That's what we're trying, trying to help people. Yeah. You know what? I want to help somebody. Okay. And I'm just going to profess. Hold on. Okay, go. I, I wasn't going to share it, but I'm going to share it because we talked about it a little bit. Right. I watched the Zack Snyder thing. Oh, cut. yeah. Yeah. Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. What are yeah. you talking about? You were totally anti. Like I was not. I said it was. Did. I said it was very good. I said yeah, I enjoyed. You're like you like he was all right. No, I didn't. Yeah, you made it sound like he was marginally better. No, I didn't. In fact, I specifically said it's much better. Ah, I don't yeah, remember you that. weren't listening. Okay. No, no, I, I'm very pro Zack Snyder. The only thing I said was it's still a superhero movie, so there are things that I'm just not. Yeah, super it, excited it was about. very comic book. It was very DC. Yeah, comic. Dark, gritty. Dark, mm -hmm. gritty, slow. Yep. Character development. Love that. I, I, that was the movie that should have came out. Oh yeah, totally. Or, you know, it should have been like a trilogy to, yeah. to there. And then they or a series, done, man, a series or something. Great series. Anyways, I'm hoping, I wish they would do it, but I, I want more. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, I want more. they've already said they're, but it, you, when you compare those two movies, when you look at Joss Whedon's movie, it's, it looks like a sitcom. It's shot like a sitcom. It's light. Yeah. It's, it's bright. It's just cheesy. It's awful. He was trying to mimic Marvel. Yeah. And it's just, it's a completely different world. Yeah. It's a different world. And uh, yeah, they've honed their crap. It's why I don't enjoy most Marvel movies because they are 
too bright and light. See, I find the Marvel stuff's great for kids. Yeah, sure. Right? But yeah, me, yeah. I want I yeah. want I want DC. I want Batman. I want but yeah, it was uh boy, it was really good. All right, Jimmy, let's get into some things that pastors hate. Okay. I'm gonna share one because uh this happens and this has happened at Redeemer. Oh yes. Oh, All right. oh yes. Okay, when a pastor, <laughs> it's Sunday morning, the pastor's getting ready to go and preach. He's he's got his Bible in his hand, he's got his notes, he's got his coat on, he's got his breath mints because he had a cigar before, <laughs> you know, Sunday service, and he's getting ready to go up there and he's hustling around running. And then a deacon or a church member or an elder comes up and drops a problem on them. Hmm. Hey, man, I know you're busy, but you got to know here's a problem that we got to deal with. It's not a problem related to that service. It's not a problem that you can do anything about in the next 45 minutes. It's, uh, but they feel better getting it off their chest. So they drop the problem on you. So now you've got this thing when you're just getting ready to go and preach. Um, don't do that. Yeah. Don't Pastors do that thing. hate that. Because it's distracting, it's discouraging, you're in the zone, you're focused, you're here to bring the word to God's people, and now you're thinking about, like, oh my goodness, there's a there's a financial issue, or there is a, a fight somewhere that happened in a small group, mm -hmm, and uh, mm -hmm. you can't do anything about it right now, and it's just, you know what? It uh, it backs up the flow, you know? What do you mean by backs up the flow? It, it interrupts the flow of preaching. Like, you're, you're it's, it's all, you know what, it's like... Um, it's it, it's sort of like what do you call those things? I don't know. It's the opposite of a diuretic. What is that? Makes you go number two. Okay. A diuretic. Okay, I've Laxative. never heard, I've never heard that term. Oh my goodness. Well, wait till you're caring for the elderly in your house, oh, okay. and you'll learn all about it. But then there's the other ones that are like they're like concrete mixers. It's like mm -hmm. it stops the flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what that is. So that's something that all preachers hate. I've experienced it. Uh, you've experienced it. Yep. Yep. Don't do yep. that. Don't thing. don't do that thing. Mm -hmm. Um. Now this one, I don't think I've I've ever experienced. Uh. No. You know what I have, but not at Redeemer. Yeah. Uh. Sermon criticism immediately after preaching. Face to face, somebody comes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I have got that at Redeemer, but have never you? from a member, always from a visitor. Somebody okay. who's like, mm hmm. Yeah. They want to, they want to show off and they want to try and school me. You know what I have gotten is like, you should have done this. Like, oh, yeah but, yeah. but not like, or you could have used this verse or mm. this. It's like, okay. That you, but that wasn't criticism. By yeah. I mean, it's, it's constructive. It's constructive. Yeah. But no, no, but no. But even some criticism could be constructive. This yeah. one, this one was. When I hear when I've had that, that's more of like, hey, because second service is coming on, maybe think of this. Right. Which at that time is still not helpful because you're still. It, if it's critical, offer it. If it's not, leave it. Exactly. It, like if I said something heretical, then you got to let me know. Yeah. But like there's very little tweaking that can kind of go on in between services. Right. And uh, some people don't know like, hey, you know what? We've just spent multiple hours crafting this thing. We've thought about what you're talking about. And the reason we left it out is for we have a variety of reasons why we might yeah. have left something out versus putting it in i have heard i have like so my last church so i was preaching and i preached i i had my like our the way you and i preach right i had our style yeah you know uh and i was with the youth and everything i would just preach like that you yeah. know the joe foe style but at at uh for the adults mm -hmm. the guy wanted me to write everything out we wanted you to manuscript it manuscript <laughs> so you can check it get out of here and so I, I had to do it you know? yeah. Well, you know who wouldn't have done it? I know you. I, I wouldn't have done it. Oh, okay, but, but I was, forget I was about still it. young, trying to yeah. learn. You know what? When I was young, still wouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah. I know you're, I'm not a sheep, I'm a lion. Uh, Yeah, sheeple. You need to stop <laughs> being followers. You should all be leaders like me. So, 
Yeah, you had to do it. I had to do it. You know, I'm still young. You yeah, know, it's a good habit. It's, it's a good, good. Yeah, and so I do it. And uh, uh, <laughs> one lady that was uh, volunteered mm-hmm. at the youth group was like, "Yeah, um, I invited friends and family." Good. That wasn't you. Oh, they wanted the real fofo. Yeah, and they got the manuscripted they mess. Got, they got. Fofo, yeah, yeah, fofo, oh, fofo. I got the fufu, <laughs> fufu. <laughs> <laughs> you come for the fofo, and you get the fufu, and you're not happy. <laughs> like, yeah, I invited friends and family. No, that's that's a compliment in a criticism, I'm right? I'm a little bit embarrassed. Yeah, that wasn't you. Yeah. I don't know what that was. They've been talking you up. You yeah. gotta hear this guy. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, man. Like, listen, I am. So I did after that. I thought to myself, I will never do that again. Yeah, forget that. I will never do that again. Never, never, never. It's even hard if you manuscript. It's hard to completely put it out. Like put it out of your mind mm-hmm. because you're trying to recall things that you wrote. It can really jam you up. Like I just don't do it. But yeah. Now on sermon criticism, I am open to sermon criticism. I want sermon criticism. Some pastors, I think, I think secure pastors are, are okay with sermon criticism uh, at the right time with the right attitude. Like, so in other words, you're not coming to hate or you're coming to help. And if it's only if it's warranted, right? It's just because you don't like it doesn't mean that, or even because you have a different doctrine, that's not going to be helpful. Like, here's my doctrine. Your doctrine's different. You coming at me with your doctrine is not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a member, if you have a relationship, criticism is fine, but just maybe not right after when pastors are feeling a little insecure after mm. their message. So speaking of criticism, mm-hmm. what, I mean- Oh, yeah, the worst kind? What's the worst oh, kind? Oh, the worst of criti- kind? Yeah, the anonymous criticism. Oh, the worst. And, and anonymous criticism the happens. Worst. So it, like somebody like drops a note in the church office or said, don't sign it. Or the other form is people are saying, oh, oh really? Uh, who is that? Oh, you know, people, you know, just. Oh, no, you've heard me. You've heard me say to people like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, I don't accept that. Yeah. No, no, it, it, I don't play the game of he said, she said, tell me who it is or go tell them to talk to me. Yeah. But you're not bringing this to me. Yeah. I didn't hear this anonymous listen if you are a part of a church you first of all you shouldn't ever feel comfortable offering anonymous we're a family you're supposed to be able to say hey listen i have a problem here this bothers me yeah and as your sister or as your brother this bothers me so i'm going to bring it to you and i'm so grateful that we've had we've had colson hauser do that and a couple of times over yeah. our 13 years he's like he's like hey man this i i think is out of balance and it, it bothers me a little bit yeah. and, you, and, and it led to change yeah yeah you know what colson has never done so I was talking to this couple, and they were upset. Yeah, never. But I done can't this. tell you who it is. You know, it's just some people. Just some people. He's never done that. No, and like I wouldn't accept that. He knows I wouldn't accept that. No. I force him to tell. Oh, you tell you get the heck out of here with that. Yeah, you know, you tell me who it is, or to mm-hmm. go tell them. Don't bring me this to me. Don't bring this to me. You can't. That's out of bounds. Like, that actually goes against our covenant. Yeah, that goes against our covenant. Yeah, right. Like if it's Matthew eighteen, you come to me, mm-hmm. or at least tell me who it is, and I'll go to them. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I have no Let's problem going with saying, it. Yeah, I have no problem. Let's all be transparent. Mm-hmm. I'm not offended by it. Yep. But I'm not going to play the game of you know, oh, well, I can't tell you who it is. Well, sh- then, 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 if, if, if you don't have the courage to come and tell somebody what's up, it's not that big of a deal. But, or or if you're too afraid to say who said it, then maybe you shouldn't have said it. Exactly. Unless there are cases where, okay, you've got a bully pastor who just beats people up. And so now you don't know what to do. I get that there are sometimes exceptions, but you still, I think, uh, either get out of there if that's the kind of guy. You don't want to follow that guy. No. Or uh, just man up and go straight in and say, I'm going to take the hit. I'm going to make it known and yeah. then I'm going to leave. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. All right. Now, you want to take on this next one? Oh, this you, is the you one. You believer in this? Uh, in the higher standard? <laughs> 
I, I am a believer of the higher standard. <laughs> Joe calls it nonsense. Now, why do you call it nonsense? Oh, the higher standard nonsense. Because I, I do believe it. You don't believe it the way I'm talking about it. I'm sure I don't. When people say pastors are held to a higher standard, my common response is higher than what? Higher than scripture? Higher than Jesus standards? Like higher than higher than what? What are you talking about? Because most of the people that make that argument are saying, well, you can't do that, which is not a biblical thing, because you're held to a higher standard. Pastors uh, can't smoke cigars because they're held to a higher standard. Higher than what? Higher than the Bible? Pastors are not held to a higher standard. Pastors are held to a standard. Pastors are held to a biblical standard. But in reality, it's the same standard that all Christians are held to. The difference is they're actually held to it. That's the only difference. So it's not they're not held to a higher standard, higher than a standard for whom. The only difference in standards for pastors versus other people is that they have to be able to teach, right? That's fundamentally it. No, so, but they're also responsible for the way the church goes. So there is a standard. There is a there is a quote unquote higher standard. Now I understand it's not a higher standard. It's a different. It's, 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 it's a higher it, biblical standard. No, but it, no, because that's that true for everybody. For the life of the church. That's true for everybody. No, no, no. no, no. Listen, no, no. listen. If you're talking about vocation, everybody has different responsibilities in various vocations. The standards are set in Scripture, and when so when when people are saying you're held to a higher standard, it's never applied to. I've never once, and I've heard it multiple times. It's never once been like, well, listen, um, you can't uh, just wing it and just off the cuff preach without preparing for it because you need to study to show yourself approved because you're held to that standard. Like, well, yeah, I agree with that. It, the higher yeah, standard, I know the, what you're talking about. In quote, higher standard is total nonsense. No, well, you're talking. I don't think it's total nonsense, but it's total I agree, nonsense. I, it's not total it's nonsense. Total nonsense. Not total nonsense. Total nonsense. But I agree with your sense of when they try to make extra biblical. The standard. only people that use that are people that are no, talking no. extra biblical. Give me an example. Give me an example. One you, time, one time, somebody said you were held to a higher standard, and it was legit. It's legit. Okay, hold on. Let me think of it. All right, now you guys come back in two weeks, and Jimmy will two still weeks. be thinking. I'm not, He'll still I'm not be thinking. Nuh-uh. Because -uh. nobody uses, nobody says that unless Never. they're talking extra biblical. I don't think so. You, have you ever heard it used positively? Yes. When? I don't. Give me a moment. Okay, Give me go. a moment. You've already I'm, had a couple. I've had I a feel couple. like I've given you plenty no, of see, time. No, see, you keep talking to my no, ear. No, I'm not talking. Going, you're, you're oh, that's so you only have one. I'm sorry. Exactly. I don't want to talk <laughs> to you. Like, I'm talking to the dead one. Can I yell in the dead ear? No, of course, obviously, there's exceptions. There's always exceptions on There are exceptions. But in general... The whole higher standard I understand what motif you're is what well, you're saying when it's when it's weaponized. That's yeah. that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the weaponization of it. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, I feel like it's in by and large as a guy that's been doing this for 20 years full time. It's generally weaponized. It's generally not you. I don't hear people ever and I've never heard it said or had it related to me by another pastor. It's like, well, you know, they said that you know, these people are held to a higher standard in a good way. I'm sure it happens. Not in my experience. The higher standard nonsense that I'm talking about is the uh, the fundamentalistic extra biblical when people are saying higher than what scripture warrants. That's what I'm, and I know you and would I agree know, with I agree that. with yeah, you with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So we're not disagreeing. You're just parsing words. Okay. Yeah. Don't you have a meeting to go to? Yeah, but he'll, he'll just, be just come up with one. Yeah, listen, but they'll, they'll come. Listen. Oh, he waits for you. Start, meeting starts when I show yeah, up. Yeah, the, the lawyer <laughs> works for you. I forget. Yeah, yeah see, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't rush right. myself. But the, the it's, like, it's like when people email. Yeah. Or they put like, please respond and read. I'm like, nah. You tell me what to do. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Like, I keep trying to say the phone is there for me, yeah. not for you. Mm -hmm. And I will get back to you when it's convenient for me. Yeah. This is here for my convenience. The problem though is, Jimmy, the helicopter is running and that's expensive. Uh, Well, the, the, the lawyer picks up that tab. Oh, does he? Okay, that's on him. Good. <laughs> All right. Good. 
Last one. All right. Unfair expectations on the pastor's wife. That's a thing. That's a thing. I, I have, I've not had that here. No, no. Uh, our people I, are I way too it, cool. I definitely had it in the past. Yep, I have too. Yeah, a lot of Churches. Even at the job interview, like, what, what's so you're doing this? What's your wife going to do? I'm like, I don't know. None of your business. Come to church. <laughs> She's going to be a church member. Like, I don't know. What I, I, are you paying us more? Like, is that? Am I understanding oh, this? Is this uh, a two for one? We'll do. I'll sign her up right now for that. Yeah. Are you Are you paying both of us? <laughs> like, I asked that. I'm like, are you? Uh, the job description was for one. Yeah. Now, now we're talking two. Now we're talking two. Okay. Are we doubling this? Double that salary, baby. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And it's this is definitely, I know in Baptist churches, this was oftentimes a thing. Um, and in a, in a good Bible college or a good seminary, they'll actually co coach you through this because it is so common. They'll say, listen, clarify with search committees when you're going there uh, to candidate as a potential pastor that they are hiring you, not your wife. Yeah. And the only thing that they can expect from your wife is what they would expect from any normal yep. member because she is not held to a higher standard. She is held to the same standard that all people are <laughs> held to. See how I worked that back in? Mm -hmm, I like mm -hmm. that. So what are some things that they expect the pastor's wife to do, especially in Baptist churches? Oh, children's ministry. Play the piano. Uh, sing. Uh, always look good and never complain. Uh, women's ministry. Uh, cooking, like do, for uh, oh, fellowship, like cooking potluck so, stuff. Yep, taking the lead on that. I don't know what else. Yeah, me neither. I was stretch. I was stretching. I thought. Oh, you're stretching. Yeah. Hey, you know what? There are some things that pastors hate, and um, you know, there's more. But you know, I, I can see the helicopter in the lawn of the church waiting to take Jimmy <laughs> to this very fancy meeting. So uh, we got to wrap it up. But just know, honestly, um, there are things that annoy everybody, and like. The, these aren't making us mad. We're not currently under any pressure because of these things. These are no. just common things that yeah. we've experienced some of them. Uh, not very many of them here because we have the greatest people on the planet. No, it really is a forgiving people. It's a, yeah. They, and they tend really to understand. Really gracious and, yeah. They know that we're busy and hardworking. Um, yeah. They feel free to come to us with a, with a concern or a problem. Yep. Uh, but every once in a while, they will drop a stupid uh, problem on us right before we're <laughs> preaching. And I can't do anything about it. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Not Instagram. Not before Twitter. preaching. Don't want <laughs> to hear your Devo thoughts before I go out to preach. Or on Facebook slash Doctrine and oh Devotion. Gosh. You can head to the website, doctrinefortune.com. Oh, there you can contact us. You can much. sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, jofostore.com, and grab some gear. We got Fresh Pot every Monday and Thursday. We got that blog post and video content. It's like a banana in a tailpipe. What? It's like a banana in the tailpipe when they drop a problem on you when you're trying to get up there to preach. You, won't, you can't go. We've also got that all access exclusive content. We got banter of truth on Tuesdays and weekday wisdom. Head on over to drfortune.com slash all access and get on it later. Woo.